Achievement unlocked. Two players and a podcast now loaded. Dreamers and Flam family, this is Two Peas in a Pod, brought to you by General Andrews and Liberty Flam. And we are sponsored by the 8-Bit Dojo and ESN, where we aim to be selfless, not selfish. This is episode 22 of season 3, our favorite speedruns. <laughs> hey, Flippity Flam! Oh, General, General, General. That's, that's definitely my name. That oh is, yeah. Oh. Well, how are you doing on this fabulous day of the speedrunning-esque topic oh, of words? Let's do it again. It's it's almost splendiferous, if you will. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's that's quite a a superlative that we we, we need to bestow upon <laughs> anybody's ears. You have the degree. Oh, I can't I, I can't beat that. Like <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That, that was, was good. Yeah. And you know what's also good is is speed running because we've been getting back on uh, talking about that recently here on the podcast. Oh yeah, and uh, I think we want to discuss a little bit of our our, our favorites because I know we got more viewers than we had when we previously started talking about speed running. And uh, sometimes it's hard to go back and listen to some episodes because like oh I just want to I, I got time for this the new episode, but you know I might not have time to go back. So I felt it might be a good idea if we kind of revisited some of this and then also expanded upon it. Oh yeah. Let's let's expand deeply because we've, we've kind of touched on these parts in, in a little bit here and a little bit there of other specific uh, podcast episodes. But now all, all in one place, what is a favorite speed run of yours you thought you would like to speed run? Oh, man, we were just talking about this, right? It's, it's super easy. Celeste, of course, like so, so therefore Celeste is one that I mean, you got good at that game. Good is relative, but yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, but, but, okay. Obviously, think about how long you've been in retirement. No, that that is true. Yeah, no. It, it's just like that run is is so insane. It looks so good when it's done fast. Mm -hmm. Even even oh, mediocre beautiful. fast is still amazing because of how optimized it is now. That that was, that was my point, right? Is that because it's now way more optimized than the many months ago that you were grinding it and you were consistently nailing. You know what I thought was it's like wow, that is fluid as can be. And uh, so yeah, what well, you you gave it up uh, because of and it it hurt. It's the hands. Ah, it hurts no, the it's, hands. It's the fingers, the, the, the whole hand, the thumbs. It's, it's what, a what? whole hand thing. Oh, crap. Okay. Okay. Because that game demands so many inputs all the time, mm -hmm. and they're not always the same. Like, oof. Like, my hands are crying with me just Ooh, okay. thinking about it. It's like, it's, so how many different buttons would you be, um, you know, changing between for that type of uh, run? Since I've never actually uh, played Celeste yet, it's a game that I have on my to-do list, but I've never played it. So what, how many buttons are we working with here? Well, you have the, the D-pad, right? The four cardinal directions. Yeah, that's, the one, that's the one thing I felt confident on. Right. <laughs> and then you have, you know, dash and jump, and then you have grab. Okay. But the thing is, it's like, that's not a lot of buttons if you really think about it. Right. But I mean, you speed ran Mega Man 2, and that is, mm -hmm. that is, you know, <laughs> it's, it's two buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, than what you would use in Mega Man 2. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, but the, the amount of times that you have to press it, like the, the wave dashing that they do, 
which is kind of like inputting a fighting combo. Like you're trying to, like you're trying to Hadouken somebody. Yes. But uh, it like keeps your dash. But like doing it is really weird because you got to like really press it down and like, oh, it just, it hurts trying to get, and you have to do it all the time, every, all the time. And there's a whole bunch of different dashes like that that are just a little bit different. And like, oh, it's frustrating, but it's super fun to watch. (laughs) It sounds very just laborious of you describing this right now. It sounds like we, we've we've brought you through like a a channel of pain, this this tunnel of agony right now. You can't yeah <laughs> you can't not, see me right now, but I'm just holding my hands out like why why? All right, well gosh yeah well uh, obviously Celeste was one that you thought you'd be uh, running more and was a favorite in mind, but obviously it's not still in practice. Exactly yeah like so I know you love Mega Man too. We all know that, but what for you has been your favorite run besides Mega Man 2? So just my favorite run, not 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 what you just were responding to, but my favorite run? Yes. Yeah, I want to know the favorite run, just period, that either you've done or that you've seen and wanted to try. So my favorite run uh, from a... For me, really, my favorite run comes down actually to doing a a co-op run. But if it's my favorite run that it relies only solely on me, then uh, my favorite run would come down to, gosh, like a coin toss between Mega Man 2 and uh, Shadowgate when it comes just to overall simplicity. Uh, What's what's really nice about Shadowgate, uh, in my mind, as I go on a rant here about a little bit, is that it's it, it doesn't get any easier than literally ups, downs, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, yay and nay inputs, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you couldn't ask for it to be like, okay, I, I, I know the tech. I get the tech, right? Like, it, there's, there's nothing more I need to know about the tech as far as this style of game works, you know, the, when they had the uh, point and clicks plat- um platformed <laughs> the, the point and clicks um you know ported on over to like the the nes or snes uh systems that they're very simplistic in what you can do with your ranges of motion oh, absolutely yeah and therefore now it's just a, a mathematical combination of breaking down what's the least amount of those that you have to do to go fast and to get everything done right and so i really enjoy that idea of it what i enjoy a little bit more about Mega Man 2 is that there is so many more literal heart pumping moments of can you get that pixel perfect or you know two frame window of a jump and and, and nail it. It, it and just like you're on these hot paces and it just comes down to just one more jump and that one but that one jump you could just be off by a pixel but that pixel can just ruined everything oh I've seen it not not just the jump, not just, oh, you lost a couple of seconds, General. Yeah. No, there's no more left of that item. The item you use that you need to climb the wall and get up and over with is gone. <laughs> but why, why, did you, why did you not go for the safe strat? Well, if I went for the safe strat, we were going to get the second cycle and therefore all these other little things that, you know, that's why it's kind of hard to choose between the two. The, the simplicity of Shadowgate rules Mega Man 2, the extra just, I can't believe 
that I'm putting myself in this position, but I want to go for it anyways. Uh, well, so many games are like that, right? Really, a lot oh, of people yeah. are like, oh, it's, 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 it's totally possible, but you don't envision yourself doing it. Uh, Mega Man 2, though, uh, that's why it's my oldest speedrun game to date and still just wins out. Because I even think about, you know, when I go on my walks and stuff like that, I'm like, am I ready? Am I ready? to go back to Mega Man 2 yet? <laughs> no, we'll know when we're ready. Because he's so coming Mega out of Man retirement. Yeah, it, 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 it definitely is on the the cusp of my, my thought process uh, at least every other day. So I say Mega Man 2. Of course. I tell him not to choose Mega Man 2. Was you choose Mega Man 2 anyway. I can't beat his favorite. It's so good. You know, it's just too like, good. You saw Shadowgate's right there. Shadow no, Gate I, really I did not expect the Shadowgate, to be honest. Because I, I still to this day do not understand text-based games, but that was just way past my era. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, it was one of those, I mean, it's kind of probably for me, it's definitely something that makes me think of my mother. Mm. And she loved those style of games. And so for me, growing up, playing games with your, you know, with your parent, right? Oh, yeah. So, there were so often that most kids, their parents would like, they, okay, how do I put this? Like that whole passive aggressive nature. Oh, you can play your system, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. You know? And like you're, you're you're the kid over at the friend's house, so it's like, wait, do you do you want your friend Charlie getting in trouble for playing on the system, or like is he like is now does he get to play on the system because he gets to use me as a leverage piece here? Yeah, like, right. You, know, like, you started. You knew those things were were into play even at a young age. At least I know I uh, was able to discern some of those uh, situations. Man, those like, were so awkward. They were. Holy like, crap! Oh. Like I'm a kid, I don't really understand the context, but I feel really awkward right now. <laughs> oh no, Charlie just said his dad's real name oh i'm freaking out <laughs> yeah that was a was a huge thing like my parents we, they we always played games growing up i think that's funny too because it, it out of a lot of my friends that was not the case so i, th I think it's really cool when i'm able to obviously you're my friend as well to actually have a friend that was in a household that was of similar ilk in that manner yeah my dad still plays games like he loves the yeah, assassin's my, my creed series my dad plays his poker games mostly nowadays is what he, <laughs> he does on his phone. But he's almost always playing. Yeah. My dad goes oh, from how could you call with that? Yeah. My dad goes from billiards, then to Assassin's Creed, then to Tomb Raider. He tried Hitman, he didn't like Hitman too much. Okay, okay. I, I could see that you know that, that's one thing, uh the Uber realism of some games is actually what makes them not fun. Yeah. No, oh man, that was a huge part of the speedrun, because uh, I watched that at GDQ. Okay. Um, well, this past one, the one going on right now during this recording, but you're not going to know. Well, you kind of know. Well, oh well. But You saw it. Yeah, you Good. saw it. Perfect. But um, apparently the whole environment when, like, Agent 47 loads in is, like, completely organic. Oh. So even if you have the right strats and everything and you do the same thing every single time things can still go wrong oh, okay okay Hooey. yeah good luck with that yeah exactly and i was like Ooh. as soon as they explained that i was like oh no i was like that was a very risky game to put at gdq <laughs> <laughs> which is probably why gdq even wanted it too right like yeah, oh, yeah. let's have some drama yeah exactly right <laughs> we want it <laughs> 
I mean, good luck on you, kid, but we want it. Well, I was starting to speak a little bit about, you know, my favorite games really come down to being able, or my favorite speedruns come down to the uh, team-utilized ones, the co-op speedruns. say the co-op ones, yeah. So, like, and, and again, it's really tough to decide between Turtles and Chippendale Rescue Rangers of the co-op tiles that my favorite one is. I think Turtles does win a little because there's a little, it's a longer game. I so can there's see that. even more that has to go into play on just the most ridiculous aspect of it all you know and because it really when you were talking earlier about uh celeste and doing those uh combinations it makes it feel a lot like a fighting game when you're doing certain stretches of the run that's also what turtles feels like yeah it feels like you're doing this very fluid fighting game in this speed run manner yeah, we like, know that people do speedrun fighting games, be it Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, uh, but usually you're abusing one to two moves to, you know, control your yeah. opponent, hopefully, uh, because there's still RNG on all those matches that uh, you're trying to do your best to control your opponent so you can get the quickest and can most consistent way to get through the fights. Boom, done with the timer. This, though, you're, you're moving throughout the levels. Some levels have different shapes. Some have obstacles. So, like, it's like, you know, you're not falling into a hole. Uh, well, actually, you can on one of the levels. Insane. You uh, can't fall in a hole. <laughs> they're, they're just as treacherous, so you'd want to jump over them or, or avoid them altogether. And uh, so I think that one just edges out Chippendale Rescue Rangers for myself. But actually, for you... Now, you, you've got a chance to at least practice multiple different co-op runs. That's true. And you've only really gotten to do a couple of actual co-op runs uh, for speedruns and that were recorded and timed and everything like that. So what leads for you as your favorite co-op run? Either you actually got a recorded time in it or you didn't. That has to be Resident Evil 5. I was thinking so, but I just didn't know if there was other ones like when you were doing, uh, gosh, I want to say one of the first co-op ones I can think of. What is that title of that game? Oh, oh man. I can't even starts remember another co-op. A B? I want to say. It starts with a B. Oh, gosh, dang it. Borderlands. Borderlands. Oh, that's right. No, you're right. Because I did. Like, Luxon and I did practice that. And you rounded Basically, it out. Basically, yeah. Before you realize just how, like, Boring and monotonous it was. Yeah, that was not a favorite. That's a, okay. <laughs> that's a big not favorite right there. Huge not. I mean, that was that was good on us for recognizing it and being like, like I normally definitely future trip on some things, like going a little too far ahead. But I yes. think in that case, that was a good thing because that would have just been like literally like like twenty to thirty minutes of that forty-five minute run was grinding. And hoping oh. for good weapon drops on stuff. Like you have to oh, get specific weapon drops to be able to do, you know, a glitch and then copy the gun a bunch of times and then it copies its damage value. It's really weird. It was kind of yeah, cool, okay, gotcha. but like, man, it took us a lot because there's like, a, there wasn't a whole lot of information. And that, that was kind of like RE5 too at first. Like there right. just wasn't a whole lot of information on it. So <clears throat> Waldo and I just kind of took it. We're like, well, we'll just look at the world record run and do what they do and kind of adjust on the fly, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which was fine at first. And we got it. We got a pretty decent time, but then a like D cosmic and his partner did the RE five run at, I think one or two GDQs ago, the online one. And, uh, okay. 
that brought a lot of attention to it. And so now there's a whole bunch of new tech and stuff out for it. Oh, cool. We've been going over the last couple of days. Oh, that is what I did yesterday. I did do work. We went over like the whole brand new RE5 of the run. And it's it's super exciting because it's like, oh, it's brand new tech. Like we have some role reversal. Like we have to basically relearn a big chunk of it. Right. And and we're just excited about it. Like it's going to be fun. Like that, that one's just fun because A, the dichotomy that Waldo and I have is always super enjoyable. And the run is just kind of nonstop and it just kind of goes well and that's uh that's one thing i think that's very important when if you were just trying to do well in the speed run is what type of uh fluid communication do you and your partner have right because there's times one of you could just be saying the most random sounds but the other person knows what those stand for right right you'd be like yeah 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 the person's like oh okay that means i gotta i gotta ult here three times okay yeah 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 okay yeah all right (laughs) you know and then they might be like oh 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 like oh that means i need to do the backup and you do the backup because he's got this backside getting zapped okay you know like you know what those mean if you had that synergy with your co-op partner even though you would think someone needs to say hey i'm getting zapped in the back right yeah hey getting zapped in the back might take too long and that person might mess up on what they still need to do because they took so long trying to tell you why the position is going to be different and why you need to go with the backup strat and one thing i've realized when it's come to speed running specifically and especially co-op speed running is once you've gotten good at backup strats for your run, so you can really consistently keep on completing runs at a high level, whatever high level that is for you, but a high level for yourself, you're going to keep on really starting to get some solid improvements because you don't have to keep on resetting a run. Because yeah. you're trying to do something that like, oh, well, this is now also out of position. We got, oh, okay, it's over. Um, and really coming up with those, those backup strats yeah. and being able to communicate that. That's very true. Because there's times you need to be only focusing. Like you think you're staring at the whole screen when you're speed running. You're not. No. Your peripherals picking up the rest of that, you know, screen. But you are so hardline focused on whatever your task is. Because <laughs> sometimes you're doing stuff that if you don't do yours right, the other person's trick will not be available. It won't work. Yeah. Because it, ha- it has to be on when that the screen rolls right there. Otherwise, the screen's going to be locked because it can't roll far enough to allow them to be in the right position. Oh, man. And now it's really funky. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm glad uh, the Resident Evil 5 runs are coming back. And then more people are, are participating in them. Oh, uh, that's, that's one of the things fun. that I've gotten used to with Posty is a lot of times the, the fighting games that we choose, uh, there aren't really too many runners initially. Not initially, no, but you definitely bring attention to it which Which i'm excited it's worked out that way because uh that's what i enjoy the most is when you can really have that back and forth like you really can't wait to get back out there and run again because someone just literally hopped you yeah and you know you haven't done your best yet so like okay here we go let's go again boom you know and it's just that back and forth back and forth and so now because of that you start to find stuff you know you start to oh you start to analyze what they're doing a little bit differently you know then you start to feel like no 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 okay we can't do that that of theirs i don't think that's fast that just works for them boom you know you keep on coming about these different pivots in the run as you keep on trying to expand on the tech obviously depends where are you the one running the most optimized run at that point in time or are you still learning all the tech that will get you the most optimized that always depends on where you're at in the run yeah but that's where i have been in that where it's you know it's like oh this is so cool they're gonna you know break the game this way and then that's eventually how certain things like double raf uh got found out is because the game got pushed that far yeah more eyes is always good on a speed run 
they some it's like man i can't there are so many times when like a new runner comes in and since they're not like accustomed to doing the same strats over and over again they do things differently and sometimes they find stuff like yes <laughs> sometimes they clip through a wall that nobody thought they could clip through or jump exactly. off a window that nobody thought they could jump off of like it and I'm so glad you bring that up because that was uh, one of the things I didn't articulate, but wanted to articulate in the uh, why do I speed run the way that I speed run was the fact that I like to be able to come into certain games with my own perspective, mm-hmm. you know, especially if it's not grinded down too heavily. Like, like for example, on the co-op side of things of Knights of the Round, that's not grinded down too heavily. Right? No, yeah. So even though that's not the case, the um, single player side of the ball has been pretty um, grind, uh, grind heavy for those runners that participate in those categories. Uh, so they know a lot of the tricks, a lot of the movement tech uh, that they would think they'd be able to exploit. Um, and so for myself and, and, and Posty, it's been fun kind of applying our own things. And then as time's gone on, it's like, oh, no, we need to learn that move, too. And so you know, coming with our perspective, doing their things, and then finding new stuff because of it. Now, has it been useful stuff? We have to time that out eventually to find out if it really is useful or not. But it's, you know, it's it's made more of those things apparent, and so it's been pretty cool um, experiencing that. Yeah, that's great. I love new runners. I really do. Fresh meat, baby. Fresh Woo! meat. Give me fresh eyes. All right, so what would be the favorite category of speed run that you would turn down that i would turn down yeah you'd be like not gonna do that one today folks and, and, and as a category be it uh horror be it fps oh that kind it- of category i thought you meant like speed run category um man that's a good one definitely like text-based games are up there right right because you have no affinity i have no i have no affinity with it but i feel like that's just a cop-out <laughs> Fair. An no, easy, an easy cop out. Like platformers are what I like the most. But that's I, what I figured on that one. Yeah, um, <clears throat> shooters are close for a casual second. Oh, here, easy racing games. There it is. Oh, racing okay. games. Okay. Absolutely, Very would not cool. want to do racing games as a speed run. Nope. Okay. Well, uh, one of the <laughs> the ones that I know I wouldn't want to do uh, for a speed run would be sports games. Oh, that's also that's a really good one. Simulators, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if it's baseball or you know Madden, mm-hmm. whatever. I wouldn't want to do those um, as a speed run. Like, and the reason why that came to mind is as soon as you said racing, my brain immediately went to Mega Man Soccer speed run because I looked that up. Oh, that's right. That is it. a game. And I could not believe how lame <laughs> of a speed run it was. I was like, oh, nothing like cool. Literally, you you, you score, and, and then right after you score, you you just go in the corner and just keep on maneuvering in the corner to keep the ball away from them. Oh, my goodness. That's and awful. Then, on most of the maps, there's a pixel you can get onto where the, you kind of glitch the ball a little bit off the field-ish so that most of the time they can't even tell where the ball is. Oh Eventually, you get it, so you do have to move, but most of the time they can't find it. That sounds That's fun. And I'm like, oh, man, because I thought it'd be a fun one to, you know, because I thought it'd be a little bit more random and, and stuff like that. But no, it was a super lame one. And so, yeah, when you said that, my brain's like, oh, it just got me in the. <laughs> yeah, dude, man, sports games would just be awful. Racing games yeah. don't seem great. 
No, that's I'm glad you said racing games because I could pick I would assume the same thing. I understand time trials, but time trials is different to me than speed running. I, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I, I enjoy time trials in like uh, Super Mario 64. Sorry, yeah. Mario Kart, Mario, Super Mario Kart 64. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure I, I, I uh, put that out there. Yeah. Like I would love to try to work on like, like uh, what was that called? Moo Moo Farms. It's like the shortest map in the whole you know, whole one. So I was always trying to get the fastest, you know, uh, lap and the fastest amount of time uh, for the three laps or four laps, whatever it takes to uh, beat a race in uh, Mario Kart 64. Yeah. Wait, what? For time trials? Time trials. My brain just like shut off there. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> so we were talking about racing games uh, for speed running. And so therefore I was saying the only part of a timer in regards to racing games that were, um, I can see myself being still having fun with is time trials, but I don't consider time trials to be speed running. They're their own subset with a timer attached to it. Oh yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. Like a lot of people think that putting up a, a timer and then playing a game casually is a speed run, which I mean, Correct. like kudos to you. Like I, I, I wasn't that brave when I first started speed running because I, I really didn't want to step on toes because <laughs> I was right. Supposedly there was this, you know, um, unspoken rules, you know, and that's what kind of always uh, made me frustrated in lots of senses, not just with speedrunning, but like other things. It's yeah. like if they're unspoken rules, how am I supposed to know? No, exactly. I need to know so I can't step on the toes. <laughs> and yeah, you know, you're like, yeah, you, you should totally speed run. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I totally should. And I'm like, here I go. I just like <laughs> belly flop, you know, yeah. on in. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and my stomach's all hurting from the belly flop or exactly whatever. you're, you're you getting know. out of the pool into the shallow yeah, and you're just all like, red hold it like it already hurts like you need to tell me that i feel uh, yeah. it i'm uh. over there tanning reading a book giving you like a double thumbs up like you're doing great <laughs> job, kid. stick to it stick to it you're doing fantastic let me sip I this my time i think i ruptured my skin <laughs> oh <laughs> But no, it's true. There, it's there's a difference between putting a timer just on anything versus you're putting a timer on it because you do want to see how fast you could beat it. Right? Yeah. And so just because there's a timer out there, no, it doesn't mean it's a speed run. But that doesn't mean because that you don't know the speed run and you threw a timer up there that your speed run, even if it's a long one, isn't valid. It totally is valid. No, it, it absolutely is. And if you want to submit it, you can. That word usage. That's what I wanted to get across there. Because I know what you were trying to get yes, across. Yeah. Versus what could be interpreted from that. Yeah. No, I mean, the, like every, I, I think every leaderboard has it. Where like the last one on the leaderboard is always like eight, nine hours or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Correct, correct. They, they, you know, their their stream maybe forced them to throw a timer up or something like that. They're like, oh, okay, you guys unlocked the goal. Fine, we'll put right, a timer yeah. there, you know. Put the timer up and I'll submit it for a meme. It'll be funny. You know, it'll be, it'll be cool. We'll be up there. We could say we did it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I think the biggest thing is like the willingness to like learn, right? Right. To learn the run, to learn the mechanics, to like just sitting Ooh. down and like watching a run before you That's think about a great speed point. running. <laughs> Your favorite mechanic in a speed oh. run. Oh, <laughs> man. Favorite mechanic. Or tech, whichever one sticks out more. I really like oh, Yeah. Man, this is really cool. The, the, my favorite, my favorite tech, my favorite item 
in any game ever is the bottle in Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's like a genie's bottle. Basically. It really like, is. It is one hundred percent a genie's bottle. Like I don't know the one hundred percent specifics of it. I know it has it has a, a weird like number assignment to it, so you can use it to like modify your inventory and like basically rewrite code. But it's not really rewriting code. But you're going to the debug menu to change some values, so it's kind of like rewriting code. Yes, correct. correct. It's allowable based off of what's already on the the, the disc. Or the, the disc, the yeah, exactly. Like you're not putting anything else in. It's not game sharked. It's already there. No, no. Yes. Like you can do weird things with that bottle. Like that bottle is what allows you. Like doing the man. That bottle allows you to do the wrong warp, which basically you can. At this point, they've done so much research on that game that you can wrong warp anywhere you want to from any freaking boss room now. They thought it was impossible to wrong warp out of Jabu Jabu's stomach and that that was found like a year and a half ago. And now wow. they use now they use that as like that's like a hub because apparently it's connected to a lot of spots. Okay, okay. That's 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 interesting, you know. And it's uh, yeah. Because like when people ask about the wrong warp in Turtles and why does it get why does it change the player two to a different uh, player uh, name unless you happen to already be Mikey then it's just going to keep you as Michelangelo um, that uh, because the, the the number of values attached to the names so for some reason now when you've done that it's now glitched the number value to where you're able to abuse it. Oh, interesting. Right. And because that number value, so you don't get act, you're not on a debug code or anything, but that's the preset number is that you can go ahead and break it because it's always going to try to put it to player two. That's its safety code. But because of that, it just does it from a visual standpoint, not from an actual usage standpoint. That's why you're able to be called Michelangelo, but you could be Raphael. You could be... Uh, a donatello you could be a leo and you could have doubles of both wow because player one will always have the option of all four of the different turtles oh that's kind of neat because you you've broken that's the player two's slot from that weird wrong warp that's only available on the north american uh copy and not uh the japanese copy of turtles four yeah yeah. That's not even my favorite tech, uh, but just when you start talking about the number values and stuff like that, changing things by going the debug menu, uh, that brought that to my mind. But my favorite, actually, when it comes to tech, uh, is on Chippendale Rescue Rangers, is the double death. The double death uh, and the balloon flies is pretty cool. And the reason why is because you actually have to space out your deaths enough so you both can't be dead at the same exact time. Yeah. And now what that means by dead is completely off the screen. You can be falling to your death and the other person now has appeared alive in their balloon and you're fine, uh, which obviously is something you actually want to time it so you can take advantage of those frames. Yeah. Of when your character's falling up versus falling down and how fast that's going to go. But we actually are about to release in the coming weeks uh, here uh, is very very new tech where we're going to start using the death menu Ooh. you have to hit a frame perfect input on your uh controller to get to the death menu and what what that means is you literally can go to your uh the screen and it gives you the option of player one or player two and you can go ahead and you will um 
either on player one it's fastest because you can just go ahead and hit a and then you'll hit a again because it's uh, it says okay and you'll hit okay boom and it kills off that character oh wow and so why does that matter it's because now you don't have to try to lose three hearts of health in certain scenarios you can literally go ahead and you don't have to worry about damage boost or nothing you can just go ahead and kill off that character and why do they have this they had this uh because when they were doing a lot of the testing there's lots of spots in chippendale rescue rangers you can just get wedged and you're stuck Oof. And you're just stuck because the screen scrolled just enough and the the platform you'd use to jump up to that other platform to get up and over has now despawned because you can't see it anymore. Yeah, there's no... He scrolled too far. And it's funny though, because it's like, why they knew this was in their game. Why did they make it easier to get to their death menu so that people could get out of those spots instead of having to hit reset on their game? That's funny. <laughs> Because, yeah, you have to hit a frame perfect. But if you do, then you're able to go to this death menu and you're able to take advantage of um, increasing that. So I'm really excited to see where that's going to be because it's just going to be so odd um, on certain levels is immediately going to that death menu and killing off a chipmunk right away because that's going to be the fastest uh, strat. Oh, man, that's pretty good. Uh, there was another one I heard about with Republic Commando. Yeah, there's there was a weird, <clears throat> weird glitching it with the turrets apparently where in development when because it was a rush development that game mm. um people who were on the turrets were getting killed somehow for some oh. reason <clears throat> like and they didn't know why they couldn't figure out why it was happening so what they did was just made you invincible on the turret but if if you get on and off of it you just get the invincibility aha Okay, okay, yeah. Like, where are you going with this? It sounds pretty cool. Right? So, there was only, like, I think two or three spots where the turrets were there, but it was just so funny. I was like, yeah, they fixed it by just making you invincible, but they never really take it off of you when you get off the turret. That's cool. <laughs> I like that. God mode enabled. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty, that's a pretty cool piece of tech. <laughs> That's awesome. My goodness. Man, Jen. All right. What is your favorite speedrun that you hope to speedrun in the future? Chrono Trigger. Really? 100%. Not 100% the category, oh, oh, just okay. Chrono Trigger. Let me clarify there. I was like, oh my God. You doing it, folks. Forget Final Fantasy X. Chrono Trigger 100% all the way wow that's really cool i i just like i've seen a little bit of the run like i haven't checked into any of the story right because i want to keep that super blind for when we go up to the cabins to play that cool cool but just just the the manipulation that that game has and like i've, ne I've like i've speed run one rpg and it was final fantasy 10 and in the realms of rpg speed runs that was pretty boring well you speed ran two rpgs you Which also speed ran earthbound Oh, that's true. That's the other one that I speed. That's the one speed RPG right. run that I speed ran to let me kind of know where I feel on RPG speed runs. Um, like for me, one day what I would love to do, I'm just, I don't know if I'm ever actually going to do it, is I would like to do a Final Fantasy uh, one speed run. Ooh. Uh, but <laughs> same idea. It's just like, dang, you know, a, 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 a good solid time is in your three hour range. You know what I mean? Same with like, like Chrono Trigger too. Yeah, it's a good three, four hour I'm just, range. I'm not ready for that yet, but it it sounds good. The music's great. You know, I mean, look at the, look at listen to that sound effect. Yeah, that's a big part. I know Chrono Trigger has great music too. 
<laughs> so th those are the things that make me like, oh, I'd love, love to do that. But I'm not sure if I am really ready to do that. So I'm, I'm excited because I know you are much more akin to actually doing the longer speed runs and doing them well. So this is exciting stuff. Man, I, I think it just would be really fun. I mean, there aren't a whole bunch of runners, although I haven't done any research, so I don't I don't exactly know. I'm just kind of talking I mean, out of my ass. I, there. Yeah, yeah. All, all I know is that it's definitely um, there's been some GDQs that it's uh, been a fan favorite. It's of. been a huge. Uh, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a really good game and it's it's my favorite game of all time. So, you know, I'm going to have no um, qualms with watching that game on stream. Uh, but for me, I know that's why I haven't gone to speedrun because I didn't want to. Because um, like, there's certain games like I can't go back now and play Mega Man two um, casually and be fully like engrossed in it. Same for like Luigi's Mansion for me. Like I, I yeah. can never casually play that game again. Yeah, like if I'm casually playing it, it's because I'm really paying attention to a bunch of other stuff at the same time. Yeah. So maybe like, like for example, I might be reading chat predominantly and only speedrunning the game. You see, even I just said speedrun, not even playing uh, the game uh, with my peripheral only. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of casually playing because I'm not really paying attention to it as much. But that's the point. Like I am not as fully engrossed in it because that's just where it is now that's that's how and I, that's kind of how i've always treated platformers anyway so it's not like this big old love loss that's happened for myself on those ones but i don't want that love loss on my rpg titles yeah you know i like earthbound's a game that i really enjoyed but i didn't play it growing up i just you know saw nintendo power and things of that nature so when i took it on as a speed run title it was just it was fun because it, it is a good game and uh but i didn't i didn't break any of my childhood nostalgia with it because that was not um a game that fit that bill for me back then same there's no game after boogie tent people keep telling me there is i don't believe it no there's no game after boogie tent you're right that's where the 100%. game ends. <laughs> you know, and, and, that, and that's where the, this podcast ends. So thank you so much again, Flippity Flam, for filling me in on, on your ventures and, and, and all of us here, including the Dreamers and, and, and the, the Flamily, on what your favorites and sometimes least favorites are in the speedrunning realm. Absolutely. Well, Flamily, as always, we love you so much. And Dreamers, thank you again. Bye-bye.